Hi everyone and welcome to the Effortless Weddings Podcast. My name is Heidi, I'm your host, a marriage celebrant in Melbourne, and each week I talk to a wedding industry professional about how we can help you with planning your wedding. Not anyone else's idea of a wedding, your wedding, an event that is meaningful to you. We guide you through figuring out what that means with the aim of making it all completely effortless. Today, I chat with Sarah from Caravan Sounds, which consists of Billy, the most handsome caravan in town. Dress him up your way with custom decals, fairy lights and floral arrangements and roll in ready to go with a skilled DJ on board. Or even bring your own, plug in a live artist or even an acoustic duo. As a custom built sound and light caravan, Billy is the party starter you want that just needs a flat space to sit on. Well, hey Sarah, how are you going? Thanks for joining us on the Effortless Weddings podcast. No worries, thanks for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. And it's a Wednesday today that we're recording, so you probably didn't have any gigs on today, but have you got any coming up this week? Uh, yeah, not, not today, but yeah, this, well, this weekend we do have some gigs, but uh, not necessarily a wedding. Um, yeah. We do have some other events that are starting to happen, but um, uh, yeah, still a couple of weeks away from, from weddings. Yeah. So Caravan Sounds, you got to tell us all about it. I was super excited when I found you on Instagram because it is the most adorable looking caravan I've ever seen. And it's such a cool little specialist service. So yeah, tell us all about it. Okay. So we are pretty much an audio caravan booth. Uh, so we uh, DJ out of it. You can also plug in a, um, a live band or a three piece or a duo. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we go all over the place, I guess, originally, uh, so it's, it's been started by myself and I've got uh, a partner in crime, uh, in the company, Casey. Um, and we, uh, we went to high school together and, and have been great mates all the way through. Uh, and we wanted to do something just a little bit different. And, and that's kind of where the idea of Caravan Sounds came up. Um, and, uh, to have that mobile uh yeah kind of dj booth that you can roll up anywhere so many more people are going you know you're getting your your caravans and your your food trucks and all that kind of thing where people are doing you know their outdoor festivals and we thought we could add like another element to that so kind of that's you know that's in a, in a nutshell that's what we are an audio dj booth and service yeah how long have you been doing it for now so we've been um well, the company we've been around for oh, about only like 15 months we're pretty young um and it has obviously been in in lockdown which is yeah which it hasn't been the best but um in regards to events and like i've been djing for over 10 years and and casey uh, we kind of each have our strengths casey's been working in uh event management for you know collectively we'd have 15 you know actually 30 years experience in kind of entertainment and events and weddings and stuff yeah. So, um, been in the game for a long time, but only in this kind of format, you know, for a bit over a year. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's awesome though. I love the concept. Like you said, it will go really well at like those Wedstafels and, you know, with food trucks and marquee weddings and stuff like that, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think like a lot more people are wanting to, you know, put their, their spin on events and weddings and, and things like that. And, and, that's one of the big things that it kind of looks pretty boring, like just the DJ rocking up and being behind that tiny little trestle table in the middle of the paddock or wherever it might be. So yeah, it's something a bit, yeah, a little trick. Yeah, you got, if, if for anyone listening, you've got to check out the Instagram page, which I will put a link to because the images and the videos are super cool. I love it. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. Oh, that's good. Oh, we, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we definitely yeah, try and bring a bit of a vibe super kind of casual people that want to have fun so i think that yeah we kind of want that to come to the clients so. yeah well that's the main thing with entertainment right is that you're actually you are responsible for the vibe of the event and you know reading the crowd and you know choosing the right tunes and all that sort of stuff like how, how do you feel about you know bringing the vibe yeah oh totally i mean our uh one of our little logos is like uh definitely good vibes so we uh you see that around a lot, but it's, it pretty much tells the story. Um, I guess I, I totally get when people, especially when it's weddings, you know, absolutely people spend lots of money on, 
uh, obviously your venue and your food and your flowers and all these be beautiful things. Um, but I guess there's, we probably, I feel like we hold a lot of the pressure because if your music and your entertainment isn't any good, then the people at your party aren't gonna have a good time. Um, so yeah, I, I think, yeah, we try and just bring as much of, you know, enjoyment and we like to work and, um, you know, and yeah, work with people who are similar to us. So I just wanna have a really good time, so. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a vibe that we're going for. Yeah, definitely. That's becoming a bit of a theme across the, the podcast with pretty much every supplier I'm speaking to is, you know, we're advising couples, pick people you like, pick people that you get along with as your suppliers, because that's when you'll really find that the wedding reflects you and that you'll really enjoy yourselves. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I mean, I think even just personally kind of working, you know, for, you know, doing weddings for, yeah, it would be kind of 13, 14 years now, myself, it's, it's really has changed from, you know, what it was that, you know, when I kind of started out doing it, everything was, you know, and everything still is by, by times, but things are a little bit more relaxed and I tend to find that therefore the parties are a little bit more fun in that regards as well. So uh, yeah, I would agree with, yeah, everyone that you've spoken to that and, and you would know as well, obviously. Yeah. So. Yeah, 100%. Entertainment's so important. It's one of the, I reckon, one of the top three things that guests will remember. They'll remember if they liked the music, the DJ, the band, you know, they'll remember if they got up and danced and had a good time. They'll remember if they didn't too. Yeah. <laughs> I just, oh yeah, I usually remember the music and the, how good the bread rolls are because yeah. that, that for me is a winner. A nice huh. fresh bread roll, you can't go wrong. favourite <laughs> part. Yeah. And there's like a range of services you offer too, isn't there? So obviously you can come with the caravan and you can DJ the event, but you also offer other services. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, as you say, um, we can just rock up. Otherwise we've, we have got a mixer on board um, so that, you know, a lot of, uh, like we have got contacts and certainly people that we would recommend um, that can play live music. Um, or you could get, uh, for example, um, which we've just uh, kind of added, um, that you can have, say, like a saxophone player come down and, you know, play over the top while whilst DJing. Um, but, you know, couples may have um, a, a duo or a trio or a small band that they definitely want to start off the evening with um, and then they can plug into us and then it's kind of all contained in a little space and throw the rug out and it's, um, yeah, yeah, just like a nice kind of little area. So there's some, like, we've got some pictures on our Instagram that kind of shows how it, how it looks. Um, and yeah, it, it kind of, yeah, it looks nice and schmick and works really well. So you can kind of create that space where people can kind of gather for the music. Yeah. I love that. It almost, it almost looks like a mobile bar as well. Like just the way it's set up, yeah. you kind of look like you can stick your head in and request your song and yeah, it's cute. Oh yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've, like we do our weddings, but sometimes we do other events and people keep coming up and going, Oh, there's no coffee in here. All right. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> like install a, like a slushy machine or something in the caravan just to, just to really elevate it but, you know electrics and slushies probably don't go very well together but yeah yeah. Um, yeah yeah i like the idea though i think yeah i think uh your mind's heading in the similar direction to mine <laughs> hence why i wore my party shirt today so i do like that shirt that is a nice shirt it's a summer party shirt too it's really bringing the summer vibes it's warming up. It is warming up out there. And uh, yeah. yeah, definitely feel it. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask, are there any restrictions on where you can take the caravan? Like just off the top of my head, I was thinking like, is a beach off limits or is anywhere off limits that where you can't get to, you're not allowed to take it or anything like that? Um, I mean, oh, I guess there, it would be, yes, there would be definitely places we can't go. Um, we haven't really found that yet um but i mean we wouldn't be uh like you could certainly you could certainly because it's not very big it's really not very big it only weighs about six um 600 kgs and we can kind of pull it a lot of a lot of directions um but a lot of the time when we're you know looking for a space we are looking for nice flat ground or ground that obviously at the end of the day you know you don't want to get it, it's still a caravan it can get bogged so um for example, you know, if people wanted it on a, you know, like a beachy location, we'd have to obviously run something so it could 
get on there. So um, I guess it's uh, certainly allows us to go far more places than you could ever usually go for probably a DJ. Um, but a lot of that is just with planning, with planning and, um, you know, a site check, then we can kind of figure out exactly if we can or if we can't. Yeah. So no one's asked you to like just chuck it in a hot air balloon or anything yet? Not yet. I mean, I am <laughs> waiting for that phone call. I'm waiting for it. Um, that or on a ship. But, uh, yes. but not just yet. But hey, I'm, I'm down for anything. We're down for anything. Yeah, yeah. We'll make it work. <laughs> So what do you need to know from the couple um, when they come to you? Like, obviously you're going to probably want to know a date or at least a time of year and you're going to need to know a location, but is there anything else you need to know or is that pretty much it? Uh, that's, they're kind of the key things, I guess. Um, we're pretty, we like to um, obviously work with the couples as best they can because sometimes they come to you early and they don't even know the answers to some of the questions other than what you pointed out there. You know, obviously you want to know, date and location um uh but from that kind of point on i guess if uh you know they they have suggested that they want us to be part of their their day if it comes down to um you know we would like to know things like how many hours they might want us for or you know if it's going to be a location where you know do they require a generator or not um so um you know we're very kind of open to those dis discussions. We're not like, you must tell us this, this, and this, and that's it. But those key things we need to know. And then from there, we can have that back and forth banter, like any vendor would, um, uh, to them, you know. Because most of the time, like, we get it. People want to, people uh, obviously envision what it's going to be like. But a lot of the time, the, the first question is, how much is it going to be? And with that, right, like, like, that's the truth, and that's what it is. And the more they can tell us, the better we can quote them. But if people are, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. 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 Like the quote's not just a straight cut. It's always this much money because there's so many variables to consider, right? Oh, that's right. No event is the same. Um, like if it's a straight up, someone comes to us and say, Oh, we've got, we want one of your packages, which is a five hour package. And you know, it's within this radius and that's pretty much it. And they're, uh, you know, we don't need a generator that we can go bang this is how much it is. But then when they come to us and say, all right, we're, we're going to be, uh, we're four hours away. We're in the middle of nowhere. We're going to need a generator. It might be this long. It might be that long. Then, you know, let's talk that out and work together and, and we can sort that out down the track. But um, yeah, as long as people don't uh, just like anything, they don't worry about this is what the ballpark is. And then we'll, um, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll go for, further from that once you figure out exactly what you want. So yeah, we're pretty easy with that. And there's no restrictions on, like, like you said, as far as your travel, like you'll, you'll cover the state. And am I right in saying you just launched in South Australia as well? Yes. Yeah. So, um, so being based in Melbourne, obviously since we started. Um, so I'm, I'm based in Melbourne and, and Casey's actually based in, in, in Adelaide. Um, and so she worked quite heavily on like Adelaide Fringe, Fringe Festival and quite large events over there. Um, so we decided to, to launch uh, a second caravan over there. So we've got, uh, they've got names. We've got uh, Billy and Benny. Um, so, uh, so Benny's heading over there. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to be able to, you know, service both states. We're happy to, you know, it's on wheels. We love road trips. So we're, you know, we, we, we grew up out in the, in the Yarra Valley. Um, so we do a lot of, and have always done a lot of gigs out in the Yarra Valley or in the city or, um, towards the peninsula. But as I say, we've definitely had gigs in further out and, um, yeah, we're really excited to see what happens in Adelaide. So, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the convenience of it, like how we were talking before, how there's currently, you haven't come across a, a place you can't get to, and there might be logistics involved in getting there, but ultimately you don't have to unload a van and carry stuff anywhere. You, you just pull up. So there's a real convenience to that too, right? Yeah, certainly. Um, I think, uh, I know when the kind of ideas started to come to mind a couple of years ago, um, it was, I personally, after doing so many weddings, you get, you get sick and tired of lugging speakers and subs upstairs or, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you're bumping in and out longer than the actual gig goes for. Um, and to be able to, you know, and, and it, 
and obviously that's what you're paid to do, but it does become very tiring. And then you stand there for five, six hours and then, you know, and don't move and then, and then take it all out again. And it was just about, you know, not only for, um, for the client, but also for us to make it, you know, slick and, and fast setup to be able to pull up, you know, the van is right there, bang, 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 everything's out, quick turnaround. Um, that would be great. So, um, you know, we obviously, it out the van so a bunch of stuff is in there as well so we can you know um do that as quickly as possible um but i'm definitely uh we kind of wanted to get away of that element of bumping in and bumping out over hours so yeah that certainly helps yeah and does that help you like i'm I don't want to say that you're going to fit in more events in a day, but, you know, just because we're thinking about bump in and bump out, I'm often asking suppliers, you know, how much time do you need at the venue to set up and how, how much time do you need to pack up and stuff like that? You don't really have that issue. Like you could potentially do a lunchtime wedding and make it to an evening wedding as well if you had to. Yeah, yeah, we certainly could. I guess all things kind of working, you know, uh, all things considered that it's in within a reasonable kind of travel distance. Um, like for to, to set up and I guess, you know, you got to bear in mind where, where are, um, uh, are your guests going to be? So if, you know, you might, might not be playing until, let's say a normal wedding, you might not be playing till like seven o'clock. Um, but there are guests from five o'clock for mingling and drinks or whatever, maybe beforehand, you've still got to be in the venue by, you know, at the venue by two o'clock to bump in to be ready by four or whatever that may be. So before kind of guests are there, um, you've still probably got to be there. You know, if it's, if it's a, we can, we can certainly be up and running um, within the hour. Um, if it's a up, let's go, let's, let's bang it around. Um, and if it was a lunchtime wedding that, yeah, then is often there out of the space, we want to try and keep it you know, everyone wants to try and keep it professional. I don't really like packing up or anything like that for people. So, um, yeah, it's like showing the you. So, uh, yeah, so, but we could certainly do those things where you can pack a few more in. But um, a lot of the time we probably just um, stick with the one a day so we make sure that um, no one's feeling rushed. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. That's a good point. But, yeah, at least you, you know that you can sort of pull up the van and be set up within the hour. So that's awesome. And I was just thinking OH&S as well. Like, so there's got to be a lot less cables and stuff running around. Am I right there? Yeah, yeah. Um, bang on. Um, yeah, I mean, we try and uh, keep it all yes, as best contained as possible. Um, so, and, you know, uh, especially uh, having Casey have worked in events for so long and she's very, like, OH&S orientated um, uh, that, you know, we've got, cable trays and, and runs and things like that to reduce tripping hazards and all those little things. And, um, but we also have like little fences and stuff that we kind of box ourselves in if people want, and it just stops any of those kind of issues, you know, really occurring. So, um, but yeah, oh is kind of a big thing because yeah, there's certainly been plenty of times over the years where um, you've got cables running or they, you know, you've, you've done a wedding and they've set you up in a corner over one side and forgot to tell you that, okay, but all your power's over there. Yeah. And just haven't really taken <laughs> account. No worries. Um, tripping hazard. Let's see how we go. Um, yeah. 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 It's certainly been contained. Yeah. I've been to so many weddings where the poor DJ or band have got to run extension cords and duct tape. So much duct tape going down on the carpets and the floors yeah. and stuff. So it sounds like the caravan's reducing that to a certain extent, which is nice. Yeah, I think it's like you want to have a, you know, really clean finish no matter what you do in, you know, for clients for a wedding. So everyone wants to have that really kind of look no matter what you do. So, um, yeah, that's definitely one super aware of that we want to be nice and clean for everyone. Yeah, very nice. So when a couple does come to you and says, all right, yep, I want to book you for my wedding. What's the process from inquiry through to the, the big day? the day yeah so um i guess like as we we touched on before it's really just kind of nothing out okay the, the the first things what's your date and what's your location and from that kind of just figure out what their what their finer details so we'll usually throw out a couple of questions just so we can make sure that we can um knock off all of our key um things that we need to ask um and if they're they, they can get us back with that information and as i say like you know um 
if it's out of town or how many kilometers that might be or um, how many hours it is and if they need if they have power on site or any of those uh, and then from that we can obviously shoot them a quote um, if everyone's happy we we lock in a deposit and once that's done then we um, we start that 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 discussion of, of music um, but actually you know I did probably skip over it because when we when we do uh, when we are having those discussions um, you know, before even accepting, we, we also do want to know the type of music that they want to hear, even just a little bit, because we want to make sure that, um, that we can provide the DJ and the style of music that they want. Um, because, yeah, I mean, uh, and we've got a couple of DJs on the books who are, who are great in a lot of areas. Um, uh, but um, if they wanted something very specific, um, that might not be specialised in. We want to make sure that we can find the right DJ for that. So, and you can offer that service because I'll uh, say to someone, "Yeah, no worries, we can do it," and then not give them exactly what they want. So, um, but once someone's kind of happy in that regards, then yeah, we 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 pretty much start that discussion. A bit of back and forth banter. We we love to meet our couples if we can or if they like, or have a Zoom chat, um, and then uh, yeah, really compile a bit of a a bit of a list um, of what they want to hear. Um, so. You know, a lot of the time people are booking you perhaps, a, you know, a year in advance it can be. So, as you'd know, so um, a lot of my advice to them is, all right, throw out a Spotify list, start one and just start putting all your songs in there and then we can really create, understand what your music taste is like and, and really build the night for you from there. So um, just really good communication at the end of the day, um, like anything. Yeah. And so much of it is that build, isn't it? Because, and you could get there on the day and go, hang on, the vibe's not what we thought it was going to be or the crowd's not what we thought it was going to be. You know, you can't predict how everybody slept or how they're feeling emotionally or, you know, how the weather is that day. Like, yeah, so many variables can change the atmosphere and then you kind of have to read that and work with it, don't you? Oh, absolutely. So there's been so many occasions where, um, you know, a couple will say, okay, these are all the songs that I want, or this is the vibe that I want. And like, no worries. That's great. Um, but I will definitely say to them, uh, you know, if, you know, if your guests want requests, are they allowed to? And if they're probably something not the way that, that you imagine, is it okay if I play that? Um, uh, you know, what type of music does your crowd like? Because there are definitely occasions where the music that the couple really like is completely different to what their crowd likes. And then it's kind of just, okay, are we, it's your day, you hear whatever you want, but if you want a massive party that you want everyone involved, we've got to find where that kind of line is. And, um, and, and we want to know as much as, as possible so we can prepare for that as well. Cause um, a lot of the time, like I said, we certainly don't just rock up, um, you know, unprepared. Um, yeah. Just play whatever you want. Play <laughs> whatever. Yeah. like I'll definitely put two to three hours of just like um putting together uh you know not playlists but yeah um uh yeah I guess playlists of songs that I think are going to work really well for that particular um event so I can draw on those really easily um on the night so you do really well prepared oh I'm rocking up and I'll figure it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a balancing act, isn't it? Like you want to be super prepared and you want to give the couple what they want. But yeah, at the same time, you could have anywhere up to a few hundred people there that you're trying to get to party as well. So you guys actually, I think you guys have a real tough job there in finding that balance, making sure the couple's happy and you've addressed their needs, but also making sure you can read it, what could potentially be a really big crowd of people. It's a tough job. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've certainly had times when you're like, when you're sweating a little bit, like um, <laughs> where they've given you the list and these songs are going to be great and everyone loves this and it's going to go off. All right, no worries. We'll put on this song and everyone looks at you just like, why did you put that song on? And you're like, yeah. oh, they wanted it. Or, they really wanted it. They asked for it. Or, they, or the, the couples ask for this. They say, we want to hear this song now. And then they disappear yeah <laughs> they ask what they really want and then the next thing they're outside having a drink and like you wanted this so badly <laughs> yeah come on get involved in it get involved so um yeah you are definitely balancing that but it's part of it and you know if you've got fun people, if you've got fun people there 
that are just going to have a good time no matter what. And they're not, you know, um, so dead set um, on exactly, you know, it must be exactly this. They're the best parties. Absolutely the best parties. Yeah, absolutely. Again, that is something else that pretty much every supplier has said is that, yeah, definitely tell us what you want. Definitely hire suppliers that you like that, you know, that, that are like your tribe and stuff, but then let go a bit, kind of trust in us from there. Cause the more you control, the more you stress out. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you find that much with your couples that, you know, that you, um, you know, if you just let that, or if you just say to them, just kind of let me roll with it, that it, that it turns out a little bit better. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, like you said, there's a lot of communication. We've got to get to know the couples really well and we've got to get that read on them and everything. And the more information I can get, the more I've got to work with. Um, but yeah, after that, kind of let me go. Let, let me see what I can put together for you. And particularly when things go wrong, let me deal with it. Like I, I can do this, you know, what, why do you need to stress about it? We don't want you guys to stress. I just sort of feel like the couples that are kind of trying to control every tiny little detail, which I can understand because you're investing a lot of time and money into planning the day of your dreams. But yeah, when you do knuckle down that hard, you stress more when things don't go to plan. Can't, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let, let the let vendors do their job. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we can't control how the guests are going to be on the day. We don't know how drunk uncle Jim's going to get or aunt Karen. <laughs> Does everyone have an aunt Karen or is that just me? <laughs> uh, every poor, poor Karen, every Karen out there is just hating life right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what, when that sort of meme and everything first kind of started, I was surprised. I thought we were leaning more towards the Susan and then all of a sudden Karen just took off. <laughs> I was only having a conversation the other day that was just like, if it's not Karen, it's Susan. So yep. you've found it there. <laughs> yes. We're on the same page, me and you. We're on the same page. <laughs> uh, I should ask you, you don't necessarily have to give like one concrete example, but since we're talking about trusting in your vendors and, you know, letting, letting us kind of take on board the stress for you and all that kind of stuff, do you have an example of a best wedding that you've done or advice for couples to make it their best wedding? Um, I was thinking, like, I was trying to think, like, what if I had, like, a best wedding? And I really, and I, and it's going to be, like, the real cliche one where it was just, you know, the, the, the funnest people have always been the best party. Like, just some, I've done some, like, unreal you know, backyard weddings or um, that have just, everyone's just there having a, having a great time. You know, if they're interacting with you as well. Um, and when you as, a, as, as the entertainment, whether that be, you know, a live act or a DJ, um, when you're having fun as well, that it just goes up, you know, there's just an energy that, that goes to the place. So definitely, um, yeah, I've done some, even yeah just at the end of last year had some really really great great weddings because the people were just unreal and they they gave you they give you a quality list of music and and off you go and all their friends and family are just and just awesome um yeah so yeah it's a little bit cliche yeah i really wanted to try and think of a, of a, a great one that we'd um kind of done in particular. but um i mean we've like you know we've only had the opportunity to do a handful of of gigs because of covid with our caravan um but the few that we've done has been they've, they've been sensational as well so um yeah i wish i had a, a ripping example but um you know at, at the same time i've done some very high you know high-end weddings or that have been planned down to the absolute t and it's you know they're not near that scale you know by any means they're, they're the opposite so it's more yeah those let's just have a great time with my family and friends and, and inviting good people. Yeah. I think that's the key to what you're probably saying there is inviting good people. Um, every, everyone that you invite should be someone you want to have at your wedding and they should all want to be there. I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You can, it's not, you know, it's, it, it also becomes very, I find stressful for the couple in a way when, you know, you've invited a bunch of people and it might, you know, 
hopefully not offensively be, you know, family members who you haven't seen in a long time. They're not really interested. They're, they're there just because they have to be. Um, and then they all sit over in tables, which is perfectly fine. That's totally cool. Um, uh, but if you're the type of people that are like, we want to have a great party, then you, then they, then couples also start stressing out. It's like, why aren't these people getting involved in this party that I've, you know, created? Um, so yeah, that your, your choice of crowd, um, your choice of, you know, kind of, I've always said to people, if you've got two people, one that you know is going to sit there the whole time and they're, they're on the fence with someone who's going to party, go the one who's going to party. They're going to yeah, make yeah. your much better. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have a much better night with the one who will get up and dance with you. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it's yeah. Like it's, yeah. yeah. But having said that, you might be the type of people who, who just want that night, which, which we've also done, which is just like, I want, you know, to create a vibe. I don't necessarily want people to dance, I want people to mingle all night and just have great conversation. It's totally cool too. Like, you know, that, that it's not every wedding is about, all right, let's just get wild and, you know, someone jump off the roof. Um, it's yeah. not, it's not. <laughs> we don't recommend that just for our listeners. <laughs> and we haven't done that. We've never done that ourselves. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you're right though. Cause there are definitely occasions and you know, even that sort of from the ceremony or between the ceremony and reception where you want everyone just to mingle and have a good time. So yeah, you can create a totally different atmosphere for those situations as well. Oh, for sure. It's, it's a build. The whole event is like a build um, to a, you know, to a particular point. And that might be, you know, yeah, just a build to, you know, some great speeches and then great conversation or to a massive dance floor. So yeah, it's not necessarily one right answer. Yeah, that's right. Well, we should talk about the flip side of the coin too. So do you have either an example of a worst wedding or just advice for couples of things they can avoid doing or things that might hinder having their best wedding, I guess? Yeah. Um, is that like, I guess like music related? Um, yeah, or entertainment related or even just in your experience, having been doing weddings for such a long time, is there anything in particular yeah. you've noticed? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, once again, it comes back to kind of, to really kind of music choice and being so set on a particular style of music. And then when it doesn't go right, um, like I've certainly had in the past, I remember oh, it would be years ago now, um, I, had a, I had a bride who was a lovely woman, but she was so set on a particular style of music. And I kept saying to her, are you sure that, you know, if um, that if it doesn't go well um, or people aren't responding, can I can I change it up a little bit? And as soon as we, as soon as I got there, I could just tell that what she had chosen was going to be totally. It, it just wasn't going to work with the type of people that were there. Um, and you can kind of you can you can you know sense that quite quickly. And uh, I was playing her music as requested because she kept asking for songs and. And, and that was fine, but she was getting very, she was getting really frustrated and upset because people weren't dancing. And I just kept saying to her, like, let's, let's, can you, will you let me just change it up? Let's just try something else. And she was so set on what, what she wanted um, that if you can kind of let go a little bit of that, um, then, then, yeah, I guess as we kind of, kind of said, you know, people will find their own way. Um, yeah, that was probably one of the one of the harder ones that I've certainly done, or a couple of I've done a couple of weddings, which was, um, and once again, th this one isn't necessarily it's not a bad thing, um, not a like a horror story or anything, uh, but I had two very different, um, like I had a, a very um, a, a Greek family, very kind of traditional Greek family, and married to a very very uh, very Oka kind of Aussie family, <laughs> yeah. and so they were. Both and they both had their two very different styles of music. So one was like a Greek kind of trancey kind of music. And then the other was, you know, let's, they wanted to hear John Farnham and, you know, the horses. Uh, and you would play, you know, it's chalk and cheese. You know, you're playing one side of the room gets up and then you play that for a little while and then try and transition into the other one. And then they all sit down at once and the whole other side gets up. And so, and you just can't win. 
You just can't yeah, I'm trying like to a... I'm trying to picture a transition. Like there's no transition song that you can put in between those, is there? Oh. Like... <laughs> no, like you just I'm trying to find, okay, what are things that kind of cross over or, or like, you know, maybe like remixes of this style that's gonna work with this and you're trying all those things, but that nap that's dead set, it's not right. Um, they go back and forth and yeah, that was that was hard, but at the end of the day, the couple's happy, you know. If, you know, if they're happy, I'm happy. That's the main thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've certainly seen things where, um, you know, I've been at a, a wedding where, um, and I guess nothing to do with musically, but the roof caved in at a wedding. Oh. Um, like the, yeah. yeah. Okay, that took a turn. Um, like uh, there, was, there was a huge storm, yeah. There was, it was a... It was a um, a wedding out in the Yarra Valley and uh, it was after a, a huge, um, there was a huge thunderstorm and um, I was, I remember waiting in the car and it was pouring down with rain and I was like, okay, I need to, I need to get in there soon. And so it was, you know, waiting for half an hour, eventually got myself in and got inside and I was, I looked like a drowned rat and um, the, the, it all started going. Everyone was pretty, you know, was pretty saturated, but everyone kind of pushed on. And then um, after after the main meal, uh, just by chance, a group of people happened on a table happened to get up and move. And luckily, because that part of the dance floor actually collapsed right onto their table. No way. Just, it was, and obviously, like no one ever knew that was going to happen, and no one could do anything about it. Um, but it was just a great example of like owning the moment because uh, the couple. Um, like the venue came out and they're putting witches hats and trying to clean up the space and there's plaster everywhere and are there like they've got um, uh, they've got fluoro vests on all of a sudden and they're getting the photographer to get photos of them like right next to this like it was just people owning the moment uh, and I guess that was a, it was definitely it turned into a positive spin like no one's gonna ever forget the wedding um, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess, yeah, rotating back to your kind of point of, you know, anything that, you know, to advice and, um, it is quite literally kind of put in your feedback, let your, let your musical entertainment, whether that be a band or a DJ know what you want, um, and then let them thing and run with it. Um, and, and off, and if on the note you, you, you want to change it up a little bit. Um, you want to have requests or add things to it. No worries. Just go and just go and ask. Like no one's worried about that. Um, yeah, but yeah, just let go a little bit. And, and, you know, if you go and then see, you know, for example, um, you can have that knowledge of say what your band or your DJ is like, if you can go see them out at a gig, you know exactly what you're getting. And then you know that you can kind of trust them to, to, to roll with it. So yeah. Yeah. If you can get out, actually see them perform as well that's a great kind of thing I reckon you can do yeah definitely I still can't believe that you're at a wedding and the roof caved in like at the poor venue I feel so sorry for them (laughs) they felt so bad like you could just tell that the the poor like um the event manager on the night she was just like what do I do (laughs) yeah what do you do and you know obviously you know it's a party but OHS now is number one. So clean it up as best as possible and everyone party around it. So I'm sure they had some sort of for that, for that night. But um, yeah, as I say, it's one I've done lots of weddings, but that's definitely one that I will never forget. So yeah. Good on the couple and everyone for like you said, owning the moment and just getting into it. I think that's awesome. Good on them. Oh yeah, it was they're yeah. unreal. So good on them. Yeah. Do you guys offer MC services as well? Uh, we can uh, offer MC services. Um, it's not necessarily something though that we um, go out of our way to do. Um, so for if you're wanting just like the basics um, of, you know, introductions and um, uh, yeah, yeah, just kind of running the night. Absolutely. No worries there. Certainly done that plenty of times as have all of our DJs. Um, if you're wanting that, you know, real professional, uh, oh, that makes me sound like we're not professional. If you want that person though, who specializes in, in emceeing, or obviously I know as well, lots of celebrants are doing it now. Um, then yeah, we absolutely, 
um, suggest to do that because, um, you know, that's, that's something that someone's really, that's a skill um, that, that, that you do on the night. And uh, yeah, I, I think um, I've, I've, like there are some, some great DJ, DJs out there that do both, but I feel like you're, you're really good at one, one, or, one or the other. And um, I think our skill and our real strong point is in delivering really, you know, awesome kind of well mixed music. Um, and I, uh, and, and most of us, uh, are probably that emceeing more as a secondary thing. So we certainly can for the basics, but if you want that, if you want that real show and all the gags, then I would suggest to get some, uh, a, a celebrant MC um, or someone like that to do it for you. Do you have any songs that always go off? Anything that's just always a banger, every wedding, never fails? Um, oh, I mean, they're probably very cliche kind of classics. Go on. You know, um, you know like, I want to dance with somebody um, is yeah. always, you know, oh, you, you know, Auntie Karen, Auntie Karen yeah. comes to the dance floor. Tonight, or, <laughs> A lot, like a lot of those older 80s songs are like awesome because obviously everyone knows them but they're really inclusive um for all age groups um like i've you know i've certainly got songs you know like uh like uh shooting star which is uh you know something more from like the 2000s uh which if it's a wedding say for you know where people are like oh we don't have anyone over the age of 40 that's going to be at this wedding then songs like that absolutely go off and they, they still go off, you know, um, for granted for people over that age. Um, but just songs that everyone knows. Um, yeah, they're the ones that, that, that definitely that do the trick. I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, I've heard horses far too many times, far too many times. It's <laughs> still like that song, but there's nothing like having like 60, 70 people arm in arm, singing this song to one like it doesn't really matter what the song is if the if the if the people who are there are just loving the vibe being all together but um, um yeah it's it, it it definitely depends on the couple but um uh yeah it certainly does but i tell you uh just a, a weird one a side one like queen don't stop me now always yep. unsuspectingly awesome yeah, well. that's kind of that's a bit um, of a dark horse. When you say Queen, I'm like, oh yeah, massive Queen fan here. You can't go wrong. But I wasn't expecting yeah. you to say, "Don't stop me now." That one's a bit of a dark horse. Yeah, 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 yeah just out of nowhere. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. ooh, I haven't heard this in a while. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love playing those songs though that that probably people haven't heard for quite some time. That um, yeah, that might not always get played on. You know, they don't get played on commercial radio, but they were massive. You know. 10, 15 years ago, and um, they're like, oh, I haven't heard this in a long time. I love it. Like, that's, you know, see up their toes to that. Um, that's a really great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Up and about around. Yeah. I sort of feel like with weddings in particular, there's a certain there's a certain few songs that you always hear at weddings, but you'd never listen to any other time. Like, you would never be driving in your car and put that song on. But when it comes on at a wedding, you go nuts. Everybody just loses it. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Like, I certainly, you know, I don't go cruising to Jesse's girl. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, that that first those first few riffs come on, and then like all of a sudden everyone's like, hold on a second. <laughs> like, um, and this, you know, it's it's very. These are some very kind of cliche kind of wedding songs, but once again, it it, it comes back to that. You know, everyone knows them, and and that's what that's part the thing that everyone really just loves to buy into that you know no matter what it's people are drawn to a crowd of people no matter what it is whether it's a you know, whether it's a party or whether it's trying to find a good you know cafe or restaurant to eat at people are drawn to a crowd um so yeah it's the same type of thing um in regards to the music but and people are drawn to uh the bride and groom um so some songs like uh you know, you know I, a great example of a wedding that I um, actually attended uh, uh, late You're last year. Guest. Uh, <laughs> I know. Oh, it's, oh it's, such, it's such a thrill sometimes. Isn't it? But they had, had great music. I had this, um, they had a, you know, they had a band playing and played all the hits. And then for the last half an hour, 
um, you wouldn't look at it. You wouldn't look at this couple and think it, but last half an hour metal, straight up metal music or no like way. really hard, like rage against the machine type of thing. <laughs> um, they banged them out and uh, you know, some, some, some songs with some pretty censored language throughout it. Um, but the bride and groom were just like, everyone knew that this is the music that they love so much. And so mum's up there, like screaming her lungs out, like profanities and it just, it didn't matter, you know, because, because the, the couple bought into it. So as soon as like, you might, you might hate the song, but they love it and it's their day. So I'm going to get involved. Like that's, that's the way I think about it anyway. Yeah, so, so true. So yeah, but Killing in the Name of is a banger, by the way. It is, yes. Thick song. Love it. <laughs> it's a great description. Thick song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Are there any songs that you either just never want to play or that always fail? Do you know, just anything where you just cringe and go, I really don't want to do that song? Um... I'm thinking of things like the chicken dance, personally. Uh, <laughs> Can't handle it. You'd be surprised. You would be surprised. I um, know. People just love it. Oh, they do. They, well, yeah, the, the right crowd, the right, uh, the right demographic certainly do. Um, yeah, once again, it probably depends. It, it completely depends on the crowd. Like, um, I, think I, I told a, start, a story a little while ago on, um, Instagram, how uh, I was doing a wedding that had a, a lot of older uh, kind of people at the party. There are only a few youngins, and and I was fairly new to DJing at this time. And this one coming up and up and requesting um, Britney Spears Slave, and it was just, I was just like, oh, I just don't feel that it's right. I just, yeah, <laughs> I don't feel it's right right now. But um, it was a, it was, it was a, it was a wedding where. Um, one of those weddings where a lot of people, they're outside, they were drinking, smoking. It was quite a warm night. They're all outside and they weren't the type of crowd that was, that were going to dance. And, and I thought, Oh, I'll, I'll just play it because this chick keeps asking for it. No worries. That's fine. Put it on yeah. just as grandma decides to get up on the dance floor and everyone oh. decides to come into. And this girl then just starts, she's dancing all over this chair and just, um, yeah. Yeah. It, I was just, I was waiting for her to take her top off. I'm going to be yes. honest. And they're going, what have I done? Like, this is a lesson learned. Like, what have I done? Your gut, all your gut feeling. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, I, there aren't many kind of like, I, yeah, it's hard to give an example because what's a fail for one party is an absolute belt on the party. Um, but yeah, some of those, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that totally probably depends on that, but, um, yeah, if if a if a if a crowd is like us specifically for um, you know like eighties and nineties pop music, I'm not going to drop Skrillex. Um, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's really just kind of that. But yeah, there's yeah, there's there's certainly I think I think part of your job is providing the music and and being a DJ and and, and a band as well um, is not only taking requests but also swiping away the ones that that might not be appropriate for the night You're, yeah, on behalf of the couple. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some couples like with their invitations on the RSVP card, they put like a spot that says, is there a song you want to request? And then they pretty much say, so on the night, don't bother the DJ. We've given them the list and we've left it up to the DJ to now read the night and the crowd from that list kind of thing. Like that's a pretty cool idea. Hey. Yeah, I love that when people do that because you know, um, yeah, you know that, well, at least someone's going to be happy at the time. Um, and it really, having that in advance, it helps you build the night um, because some songs that people might ask for um, might be just more, might be some of that music that you would, that would be best maybe played earlier in the night. It's not really a dance song, but a song that they really enjoy and you can come in prepared um, for what this would look like. And then, you know, you, you've got uh, this kind of almost map in front of you of what people like and you go, okay, well, there's people that like this style. So if I play maybe these other other tunes in there as well, I think that's going to work really well. Um, so yeah, to 
it's a bit of a roadmap to then allow you to bring it all together. And um, yeah, I love it when they when they give those lists. Uh, yeah, I certainly encourage it because um, you know you know that everyone's going to get something that they really enjoy and um, and you know uh, the couple included as well. So it's a real inclusive kind of thing. Yeah, it makes it, it makes the job easier too. Yeah, I think it's a great idea because you might get this list that came from the guest RSVPs and go, oh, well, everything here is really similar, easy. Or you might get a massive yeah. variety. And then, yeah, like you say, you've now got a little bit of a map on how you can structure that to appease everybody. So, yeah, I reckon it's a great idea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, if, uh, if couples are a little bit unsure about what they want out of the night, which, which plenty of people do, it's a great way to, to have your music list created for you. So, yeah, yeah, that's a great yeah. Yeah. Well, look, Sarah, it's probably getting a bit late. I don't know about you. It's past my bedtime, so I yeah. should probably. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank Thanks you so me. much. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with me. I'm really excited about the, the cool conversations that we've had for this episode. I think couples are really going to enjoy it. No worries. Thanks, Adi. Appreciate it. You're welcome. See ya. As always, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Effortless Weddings podcast. Give the Instagram at Effortless Weddings a follow. This is where I promote upcoming episodes and also ask you for your feedback on who you want to hear from, what information you need to know and what areas you might need a hand with. If you happen to have some positive things to say and might like to help encourage others to join the tribe, give us a little review on your preferred podcast streaming service. And to keep hearing more great wedding advice from some of the best the industry has to offer, hit subscribe and get notified each week as new episodes drop. Once again, my name is Heidi and if you have any questions, ideas for an episode or even want to share your wedding planning stories, feel free to contact me. All of my links and information will be listed in the episode description. Thanks again for listening. Keep doing happy dances and remember that life is always better when sprinkled with cheesy love stuff.